Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ice gloves, shoes, gravy. Good morning, Sweet World, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Thursday, February 10th. Happy NBA trade deadline day. I'm J.E. Skeets, and alongside me, as always, we got Tass Mellis. Good morning, everybody. What's up, Tassie? We got the top shot. Ah, boy. Trey Kirby. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. The international man of mystery taking it to the max. Lee Ellis. Finally, making the magic happen all day long. Super producer JD. Hello. There he is, and here we are. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Take a second, hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube and uh, share the show. Comment away. Email in your NBA questions to nodunksatthealthletic.com and follow us on all the social media channels, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, at No Dunks Inc. Here's the plan for today, being trade deadline day. We're going to hunker down here in the Classic Factory, really do some overtime, and hopefully go live when any significant trades or new juicy rumors <laughs> drop. All right? That's the plan. Okay. So this will be, hopefully again, the first of many podcasts today and shows. Um, again, make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Hit that little bell button, that little notification thing, so when we go live, you're alerted and you can mm. join us. And speaking of content... The 2022 NBA All-Star teams are going to be drafted tonight by the respective captains, uh, LeBron James, and then injured Nets forward Kevin Durant. That happens tonight on TNT. I think it's a 6.30 p.m. Eastern drafting sesh. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but before they fill out their rosters, we decided to take a crack at it, and we posted this yesterday. It's a lot of fun. We had Tess and Trey drafting for Team LeBron, and then Lee and I were drafting on behalf of Kevin Durant. A YouTube exclusive, so go wow. check this out. Especially if there's some downtime today and we're waiting on uh, significant trades, make sure you watch this and you can tell us who drafted the best all-star team and what the best pick was and all that. A lot of people were having fun in the comments I saw. Pretty, I, I mean, I'll say we didn't have a formal poll up, I guess, yet, but uh, seeing a lot of love for both Team LeBron, you guys, and Team KD. A lot of people mm-hmm. saying you guys did a better job with the starters. Maybe we did better jobs in the reserves, but people were... We're, we're almost 50-50, Lee. Again, an informal poll by me this morning. It was pretty close. <laughs> That's pretty scientific, though, I think. If you're going on Twitter there and you're just going on people's opinions. But, yeah, I think the Giannis pick was the one that Ooh. probably tilted in their favor a mm. touch, but we uh, we made up for it, I think. We had a best. nice run with our reserves yes, that I was we happy did, with. Yes. But, anyway, go check that out. It was, again, a lot of fun, our, our 2022 NBA All-Star Game mock draft. We do have some minor trades to uh, to break down here. They're not sexy, guys. In fact, in the doc that we all share, I put stupid trades. All right? Because <laughs> we're just waiting on some biggies again. But let's get into them. We got time to kill. Uh, the <laughs> Jazz acquired Nikhil Alexander-Walker yesterday, sending Joe Ingles to the Blazers in a three-way trade with the Spurs. Um, those are the names you really need to know. There's some other names being bounced around. You got Hughes going to the Blazers, and you got... Larry? Wancho, <laughs> Hernan Gomez going to the Jazz, and Sadoransky going to the Spurs, and then there's some second-round picks. But the, the the key players here, Ingles' contract going to the Blazers, and the Blazers who just got Nikhil Alexander-Walker tasks going to the Utah Jazz. What yeah. do you think? Well, I'm glad we're not forcing some James Harden dialogue here to start the trade deadline right. show, because that would we'll, be forcing it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it, but the talk out there is that Daryl Morey and Sean Marks, the GMs of the respective teams there, haven't gotten into a actual dialogue. Well, I don't know. There's conflicting reports about this. Was a deal zone or not? (laughs) Woj Woj says they have not engaged in serious dialogue. Anyway. (laughs) Like he says, we're not going to start the show with this and then we go 20 minutes. Well, no, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're talking about Nikhil Alexander-Walker. 
I don't like this for the Blazers unless they got something else coming down the pike immediately because the Jazz get the best player in this deal in Nikhil Alexander-Walker for a 34-year-old Joe Ingles who is injured. Alexander-Walker, sure, not a name on a lot of people's radar if you're a casual fan, but third-year NBA player. He was great for Canada last summer. Mm -hmm. He was great in April and March last year for the Pelicans, but he hasn't shown it this year. Big role, started the season all right, had a few good games, looked like he could be the most improved player, then he fell off. Mm-hmm. I don't get it for the Blazers after they traded C.J. McCollum the day before. They're nine-year guard, 20 points per game for the first for the last seven years. They get Nikhil Alexander-Walker as the best player from that deal. They get Josh Hart and a first-round pick from the New Orleans Pelicans and then immediately trade Nikhil Alexander-Walker. So what are they doing? <laughs> are, they, are they just getting cap space and hoping that someone's going to come to Portland. They don't have a great track record of people coming to Portland. We, we've looked at it the last decade. Probably Evan Turner is the biggest name. Or are they making uh, getting some space here for another move today? Jeremy Grant is the, the big rumor from the Detroit Pistons. Uh, but it, it doesn't seem enticing for Damian Lillard at this point mm-hmm. to, to trade CJ McCollum and then trade uh, a young player. And by traded that young player, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, doesn't seem like they're acquiring young assets they're just getting cap space so i don't think this is uh very promising unless uh they get something today because dame's got to be sitting there and saying unlike uh, he can't he can't be happy at at this point and that's who you're building around it sure looks like it doesn't look like a teardown right now but that could change in the next uh three months i mean i could see them trading damian lillard is what i'm saying if they're no trading, trading away young players he's eligible for a hundred million dollar two-year extension this summer in july he's not going to be asking out today i don't think oh no i'm just not saying today but but in the summer i could see him asking out he's 32 years old who's he going to play with on this team for whoever the, for, they sign harvey grant he was a blazer right isn't that Jeremy Grant's dad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah. he has a connection to the city is what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. I'm just telling you that... Jeremy I'm, Grant's going to come save the Blazers? Is this what we're at now with Damian Lillard? You can't I, be serious. No, I'm not saying right. that's I'm that, that's serious. Obviously, what they're going to do is tank the rest of the season. Yeah, Yeah. which is a good move. They yeah. got Josh Hart. So I don't think Nikhil Alexander-Walker was going to play because it's going to be Lillard, Simons, and Hart. That's mm-hmm. your guard rotation right there. So Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who has had a struggle of a season here... Move him for some cap space. Maybe they move Nurkic today, have some more cap space. They can absorb a bad deal if they wanted to. They've got flexibility. And Damian Lillard wants to make $50 million for two separate seasons. So there's no chance he's going to ask out. And I don't think the Blazers are going to trade him until he asks out because they have trouble bringing in free agents. The only way they can have free agents is if they have a lure there. So you start with Lillard, then you add Jeremy Grant, and then maybe somebody else wants to sign up. And then you have a rebuild right there, a younger rebuild. Yeah, the uh, the other issue there though is that who is that free agent? Because it's not a huge crop right now of you know franchise altering players out there. But if if that's the plan and that's how they're going to execute it, or that's what they're going to attempt to do, then uh, clearly they want to keep Damian Lillard in that case. Uh, but for this season, we don't even know when he's coming back. For one, he's not. He's not. No. <clears throat> well, there's okay. no way. No, well, I mean, there's who knows? Who knows? Maybe he does. I'm not sure. But no. listen, they, if they're supposed to tank, they didn't do a very good job of it last night. It was a very impressive. Well, it's not their fault they're playing the Lakers. <laughs> no, but it was a stirring <laughs> win. You see Chauncey Billups there. They're not like, all right, we we want to do everything we can to tank. They played a good, hard, competitive game and they got away with a a, a very good victory. So it's uh, it's weird because Portland again, you don't have that track record. You don't even know if Joe Cronin is going to be the full time GM making those decisions next season so I think the instruction from head office is get us under the tax yeah. clear some contracts and if you can get some picks then we'll deal with this uh, in the summer mm-hmm. uh, as for Nikhil Alexander-Walker I mean again of all of the players here that have sort of gone through with Ingles being injured he is the uh, the biggest name has flashes seen flashes like we've seen from him like you said there Tass um, do you like what he could maybe give Utah off of the bench yeah he's another guy who can go out there we know he likes to shoot so yeah. uh, that's fine they, they do have a pretty good solid bench rotation anyway so I'm not sure how many minutes there are going to be there for him but if, if they went out and got him I think they have an, an idea they want to play him Mike Conley's very good can be a little bit injury prone also getting a little bit older we've also seen Donovan Mitchell deal with injuries so it's probably more an insurance policy than anything else but I like him as a player um, and he's going to a good situation there so he's going to be able to get a chance to to play with good players and learn more about the game and uh, that's how it's good for the Jazz right and we don't know if the Jazz are going to be making another move today too you know Jordan Clarkson's name's 
come up a lot in, in rumors, though it was feeling like they're moving Ingles or they're moving Clarkson, and mm. they've already done the Ingles move, so maybe Clarkson's uh, obviously going to continue to come off the bench and, and fire away. Um, but that's sort of what Nikhil Alexander-Walker is going to get a chance to do here now, too, so they got two of them. Do you think that Nikhil Alexander-Walker is going to play over Jordan Clarkson, though? I doubt it. No. That, to me, is why this is kind of a weird move, actually, from the Jazz, because I thought they would trade Joe Ingles' contract away. That makes a ton of sense but even he said if they're able to bring somebody in to help the team i'm not going to be sour about it i don't necessarily know that keel alexander walker really helps the team to win now this year which is completely the point for the jazz yeah it would have been nicer to get a defensive guy for sure um but you pick up a prospect pick up a prospect i i don't don't know if there was a better option out there i mean the tread force has also been playing really well for them and so that's who they're going to go with yeah yeah be nicer to see a better player, but uh, I would pick up a prospect if I could pick up a prospect. Well, you thought that trade was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Thunder. The Thunder have traded a pick for Miami Heat. Caps locks on Heat. Uh, Forward, Casey Akpala. We called it. Uh, Casey's been traded, and uh, he's going to OKC. The Heat are going to receive a 2026 second-round pick. Yes, the Thunder are giving up a pick, because they got a lot of them, and they've agreed to amend the conditions on a 2025 first-round pick owed to OKC, potentially giving Miami here some more flexibility in trading picks. Um, break it down for me, TK. Who's the winner in this deal? What's the trade grades? Uh, it's a win-win trade. Oh. Quite honestly, it's a win-win trade right here. The Heat get a chance to trade a first-round pick this year. They've got a chance to win the title right now, so maybe adding somebody helps. Kyle Anderson, Duncan Robinson, make it happen. It also feels to me like they're just in acquisition mode, as the Heat usually are. So I think this is great. They gave up KZ Okpala, which is literally a who. Have mm-hmm. you seen KZ Okpala play a minute? Yeah, he's skinny. <laughs> All right, nice. <laughs> Excellent. And the, Sol- the Thunder, look at what they did. Too many picks on the dance floor. Spread out the yeah. picks. <laughs> they didn't need four first-round picks in 2023. Now they've pushed it back to 2025. And at that point, maybe the Heat have finally fallen off. Guess what? That never actually happens, except for that one year. That one year they fell off. And they were able to to hop up and get Dwayne Wade in a pick, oh, and then he was he went down for a year, and then they jumped up to number two. Unfortunately, they picked Michael Beasley. Whoops, didn't totally work out. But the Heat don't tank very often. That being said, you have a better chance of this pick being good in 2025 when Butler's 35, when Kyle Lowry's 175 years old, and Bam Adebayo's the main guy there. So good stuff for both teams for a trade that. Nobody cares about. Right. Even Woj and Shams didn't tweet it. Yeah. This was just a press release. <laughs> yeah, the Heat were like, hey, yeah. we got breaking news. Yeah. Uh, let's see if we get any engagement on this tweet. <laughs> uh, anything to add to that nope. breakdown there? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, sir? No, I just got a laugh out of seeing the press release with the Heat all in caps because I hadn't really noticed it until you pointed it out. Hey, which one of you wise asses retweeted that with at JE and then oh. Caplock Skeets? Yeah, I thought it was Trey. I, I laughed. I missed it the first time. And I saw it the second time. I was like, that's very funny. Yeah. I was just happy that. Uh, uh, yeah, Casey Akpala was on the uh, the trade guys to watch when we did that podcast last sickos, week. Sickos, man. Yeah, the, for the real sicko because it was a you know it was a it was a, a tax move um, working the books there. But yeah, the pick coming back and like Trey said, maybe there's with that that the amending of the one could be included in a, in in another deal. Maybe Miami has something up their sleeve. Okay, so that's all we have right now. What's your plan for today? What do you do? You just refresh, refresh. You got your alerts for Woj and Shams. Like, take me through your your plans. Just just monitoring them. I'm not going. Don't want alerts. Sometimes you turn those on, you can't turn them off. You know. So uh, <laughs> what do you mean? They're stuck forever. You know. Sometimes it's like subscribing to a a website, and then, oh, you, then you try to unsubscribe, yeah. and you get the old you've been unsubscribed, and then you still get the sneaky ones. I've got emails that say this is from your blocked senders list, and they still send me emails, and I'm like, so. What's the point of a block yeah. senders list? Hey, are you um <laughs> be careful with REI, the uh the um like the mountain equipment uh, co-op company. Okay. You, you give them your email, you're getting 100 emails a day. Oh, it's it's crazy. I can one up you with a with a workout thing called Harry's. I've blocked them a million times, unsubscribed a million times. I'm still getting this is from years ago. Years ago. Hold on, the workout thing's called Harry's? Harry's. It's in New York. Yeah, I signed up when I went up there with my mate Foxy for a class. You know, you gotta sign up, fine. Yeah. And I'm okay. just like unsubscribe the next day, you know. I still get they still pop in, you know. You wanna come back? No. <laughs> this is uh, Harry's Hoop Camera? <laughs> no, it's called Harry's or Henry's or something like that. Anyway, I'll, I'll see if I've got any of my spammers right now because I probably have. Actually, You're sure uh, it's not Barry's, right? Oh, Barry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. 
<laughs> Harry's is a, like a shave club, right? Uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell. Barry, Barry, Larry. I don't know. Larry, know, I don't know. <laughs> with your your emails that are coming in with your your block tweets, that sounds like Matt Austin's actual plan for social media these days because he's off social media. Yeah. yeah. Because he doesn't want to be on it, but he gets sent emails <laughs> with texts, uh, with tweets. Like he gets yeah. sent tweets from people. So it's like he's not on social media, but he is. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's the like best he loves the best of the best. Like, he, he still knows every tweet. He yeah. still knows every tweet and Before piece of content I do. that happens. Yeah, Harry's hoot camp is that's gold, Trent. That's that's very funny. Uh, all right. Well, while we wait on the trades, while you see if you have a Harry's or Barry's email uh, coming into your spam account. Um, we did have some debuts last night. Mm. Some guys that have been traded earlier this week uh, making their debuts with their new team. So let's talk about them. We had Garland returning for the Cavs. Uh, he scored 27 to lead Cleveland past the Spurs, but it was Karis Levert's uh, Cleveland Cavaliers debut. So what do you think of this game and, and specifically Levert's first game here? Pretty good overall. Yeah. Came off the bench, uh, came out, made a nice pass straight away. I think when you're the new guy, it's like you have a pickup run. You don't want to be that guy who just comes out, starts mm. firing away. Make a few passes, get your teammates involved. Right. And he did, he, and he hit a Coro there for a three. Uh, so his final stat line, not too bad. 11 points, only two assists, but I dug a little bit deeper because watching it, he had a chance for a lot more there and he had eight potential assists there uh, according to the NBA stats wow. no secondary assists I thought he might have had one or two of those but 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 the, the point did he get um, traded to the Utah Jazz come the, on the point is he was out there trying to move around but he also yeah. got a couple of shots and he knocked those in and I think that's what the Cavs want is like okay we know you can shoot and score go out there and get into your little spots and into your rhythm there and I thought he did a very good job of that and defensively he was active as well and this was overall a very good win here by the Cavs now Darius Garland was the star yeah. coming back he was great he was having some Chris Pauly type moves there sort of zigzagging across the paint the little pull up little step back mid-ranger he was fantastic in this one finishes with 27 points and the 6 assists so this was a, a very very promising start here for Cleveland with this new acquisition because Sexton obviously they're not getting anything out of him right now Rubio wasn't able to play you just picked up a guy who seems to slot in very, very nicely with what they want. I expect he's going to stay coming off the bench, and I expect he's perfectly fine with that because he knows he's going to be able to get his chance to shoot and to score and to set up other guys and play the game he wants to play. So if you're Cleveland right now, you're thinking, this is uh, pretty, pretty nice yeah, for us. It was a good debut. I would agree with that. Anything to add, Trey? Uh, not really. 12 for 15, though, for Darius Garland. That's incredible, man. This guy is tuning up for that skills challenge. <laughs> you can right. lock the Cavs in for a win right here. It'll be interesting to see if they can make one more move today because they started Dean Wade last night. Seems to be the place they could uh, certainly upgrade, and they've still got Sexton's contract around to maybe move something and just pick up kind of like a 3-4 kind of guy. It's not obviously going to be a big-time player, but it would help. I love Karis LeVert. I'll come off the bench, but then he can finish games uh, with that with that great starting unit because they do lack a guy who can finish at the end of games even though Darius Garland is fantastic they just need one more score so I... and he and there was a play in last night's game it was still like a close game Spurs were hanging around and Lavert just made something out of nothing like he hit a very mm -hmm. difficult like sort of fade away around the paint mm -hmm. area and that's immediately what I was thinking Tess was like we kept hearing about how the Cavs they need somebody else to help Garland create something Late clock situation, close game, when teams are like, you know, doubling up on Garland or really trying to get the ball out of his hands. And that was like a perfect example. I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's what everybody was talking about. So if he can do that and pick his spots, and that's huge. Yeah, and people have labeled him as a, a chucker and a hog in the past. Uh, but on this team, you can be a chucker and a hog. To some degree, Jared Allen's not asking for the ball. Evan Mobley, the rook, is playing off everybody else. Larry Markin is also waiting. Isaac Okoro is not really creating his own shot. So yeah. Garland uh, and, and whoever his backcourt mate is at the end of the game is is being asked to do that. So, they yeah, they look like one game, no worries for this yeah. Cavs team because there were some worries. Oh, maybe he's going to ruin this chemistry. You know, the Cavs are like the Grizzlies light. They've got this thing going on here. But, uh, yeah, he fit in well. I love those jerseys they were wearing last night too, the the maroon ones. Mm -hmm. He just looked like it was perfect. He mm -hmm. fit in perfectly. It looked like he'd been playing with them like all season long. <laughs> and maybe it's because he played with Jaron Allen for a couple yeah. of seasons because he had a nice oop to him too. So mm -hmm. the connection was there. So yeah, really good stuff from uh, him and his debut with the Cleveland Cavaliers. We had another one last night. Sabonis with the double double leads the Kings past the Timberwolves, one thirty two, one nineteen. These guys had just played, but Sacramento one and zero. In the Sabonis era, and Trey, I know you were tweeting about it. We already have the nickname. They already did it. <laughs> Easy. The Fox, the Ox. 
and the Black Falcon. What a big three. This was the best debut of the night. This was a huge win for the Kings. Incredibly fun game. I definitely haven't seen every game that they've played at the Golden One Center. Right. I think this is the most lit game they've ever had, though. The crowd was going absolutely bonkers. I was in Iverson mode, and I was loving it. <laughs> it's just one game. But this worked out exactly the way the Kings wanted it to. Sabonis was great. He was putting pressure on the rim. He was hitting the glass. He was tough. He was moving the ball to shooters. I thought Harrison Barnes was a big-time beneficiary last night. 30 points on 11 shots. Mm. That's wild stuff. Four for five from three. And then 27 points for Fox, who actually had some juice at the end of the game. He scored six points in the final four and a half minutes as Sacramento finished on a 17-4 to run after things were tied at 115. They could have easily botched yeah. this game. But De'Aaron Fox was 100% into it. I saw him smiling last night. Wow. I saw him give DeMontis Sabonis a hug last yeah. night. Yep. This was like the best vibes the Kings have ever had. This was a perfect debut for them. Davion Mitchell, also a good game, 18-7-7. Jeremy Lamb was on fire, kind of, 14-6-5. He actually did hit a three at one point. He's like, oh! Finally, I made a three. So they only ended up getting one Jeremy Lamb, but at least he was good last night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of Sabonis there uh, slotting into this Kings uh, roster and Mitchell getting more minutes there alongside Fox? I thought they looked great. Fabulous for one night. Fabulous. Yep. Uh, the end of this game, I would deem it an 0-1 for the Minnesota Timberwolves, like a loss for the Timberwolves more than a, a win for the Kings. Mm. They were lazy uh, and allowed that run there at the end, that 17-4 run. Disappointing for the, for the Wolves. This is a game you should be winning. This is a game where you should be pulling away from the the Lakers and and all the teams behind you there in the uh, the play in tournament. So, again, close game at the end, and then did nothing there to close out the game. What do you think, Lee? Here come the Kings. Here we go. <laughs> we said play time, baby. We said yesterday uh, the Wolves have avoided being the Kings. Yeah, I know. And then they go out and uh, lose to the Kings. But no, well, look, you got a fox and a lamb on the same team here. That's uh, <laughs> some wild chemistry you're trying to build, isn't, isn't that, it? That would be dangerous. Well, you would think. think so, but maybe not. Maybe it's the reverse in the human world. I don't know. But uh, honestly, like the Kings have been, the Kings have been <laughs> it's, getting it's um, the Harrys to world. the Berries. Yes. <laughs> the Kings have been getting lit up for giving away Halliburton, but Sabonis again slots into that team straight away passes a ball can get inside and give them a real presence because they've got a lot of bigs but no one who does what he can do for yeah. them so I, I hope this works out for Sacramento it would be great I mean you know it didn't seem like Halliburton was the the, the smart move to make but if it just unlocks something and maybe Fox gets some chemistry going here with Sabonis if it unlocks Fox yeah. is, the, is the huge part of this equation I'm old enough to remember when De'Aaron Fox was a Kings successful draft pick who yeah. had a yeah. multiple time all-star yeah yeah. Feels like many moons ago. Yeah. It but it was honestly great to see him smiling during the game. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, this guy's a beast. <laughs> and, the ox. And you mentioned, you know, how it was tight in the end. Usually that's when the Kings are the ones who just fall apart. They can't close games out. And they go out there and get a very nice uh, finish against a team that is playing well and a team that has got real expectations uh, for this season now. So good on them. And I know we'll get to it a little bit later when we start looking at some of the rumors going around there with some of these teams. Um I would expect Rashawn Holmes to be moved here today and possibly Marvin Bagley the third too, but Holmes is now like, well, he's out of the starting lineup. Uh, that guy generally started for the Sacramento Kings and he signed his deal and it's not crazy money, but I could see teams wanting him. You know, the Raptors uh, have been maybe looking for a, a backup big of yeah, some sort or at been least help a couple there. Of, There's uh, other teams that need, need mm -hmm. a big. So, you know, Rashawn Holmes, I would have on the list to be possibly moved here today. Mm -hmm. Now that Sabonis, you know, looked so great in this first game. At yeah. Least. yeah, Sabonis and him, it's almost like yeah. a Sabonis Miles Turner part two. They're going to yeah. clog the lane yeah. together, you yeah. assume. Uh, other games last night. Well, let's... hold on a second. Isn't the the bigger question with the Kings if they're going to trade Harrison Barnes? Yeah, because but now they're saying they're not going to. Yeah. And if they're really trying to make the uh, play-in tournament this year, which they are, and which they should be trying him. to, I kind of think they should. I I think they'll keep him here today. He's expiring next year, so you'll yep. be able to trade him next year. And if you, if you kind of look like the perfect fit around uh, Sabonis yep. last night, right? Able to kind of play the stretch four sort of roll up you there. you would have to be blown away from an offer yeah. from one of the contenders that look at harrison barnes and go wow we had him we could win a title and i just i don't think it's going to be there today so i'm with you i think he stays yeah. and i think it's a holmes or a bagley or something like that possibly gets moved uh the other games last night derozan and vucci baby lead the bulls past the struggling hornets i think they've lost six in a row now um 121 109 was the score of that game Siakam and the Raptors topped the Thunder 117-98 for their seventh straight win. Uh, Raps continuing to climb the Eastern Conference standings. Jazz shut down the Warriors 111-85. to 
believe it or not, this was a close game mm. right until the end of the third quarter, and then it was over. Uh, so they stopped the Warriors' nine-game win streak. And then uh, Anthony Simons, you, you alluded to it, had 29 Blazers rallied, or held on, I guess, uh, for the victory over the Lakers. 107-105. Tass, any of those four games you wanted to uh, highlight? Here? Yeah, well, how can we not talk about the Blazers and the Lakers? Yeah. Blazers, yeah, unfortunately they won uh, for them. <laughs> but, you know, they, they, they definitely want to get worse this year, and and it's, it's happening slowly. Uh, but, yeah, they played a Lakers team – that actually scored really, really well against them. Uh, they shot 55% and still lost somehow because the Blazers were getting offensive rebounds and they turned it, the Lakers turned it over a ton. I think uh, the Lakers, uh, just they're just looking at this trade deadline and uh, I think it showed in their play to, to some degree because Anthony Davis only shot the ball 11 times, which is weird. The game before, only 10 times. And then him and Braun don't do the post-game press conference. They send out Taylor Horton Tucker to do it. Uh, so that's... Because they know it's going to be his last one. Uh, uh, nah, I don't think so. I think they're just ready to make a move. I think they're they're allowing the, the defense to... They, I think what I'm saying about Anthony Davis not shooting is... Like he's not taking it upon himself to win games. I think they're just trying to highlight that hey, our team stinks. Uh, let's let's make a move, baby. <laughs> we got to make a move pronto. West right now didn't play in this game. I guess back tightness and that that <laughs> had Twitter going crazy. Yeah. Of course, last night. Oh, he's not playing. What does that mean? Mm. They're keeping him out because he's going to be traded. But uh, what do you think of this game? Harrison Fagan had a great tweet afterwards saying they can't judge this Lakers team until Westbrook is back. I thought that was great. <laughs> but uh, Dennis Smith, Dennis Smith clearly got the memo there uh, at the end. Took took an awful shot uh, with plenty of time left. Didn't oh, need to yeah. do that. He had he had a weird line: seven points, eleven assists, and six steals in yeah. the game, but nearly gave it and away. And one of the steals was huge. Yeah, I think he LeBron with a bad. Pass. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, the, honestly, this was sort of like, you know, organizations are the ones who tank. The players don't go out there and go, well, we don't care. We've got no pride. They play hard and they did. And Chauncey Billups on the side as well. It's been a rough year for him. You could see him trying to get his guys to at least play with some passion and some competitiveness in there. And, and they did. And Anthony Simons, you can see this is clearly, they, they, this is the, the direction they want to go. They want to give him the big contract. He went out there last night, hit some huge threes for them. He's a good player. I mean, Look, they're not going back to competing for a championship straight away, but I think that's the direction they're going in. Uh, so impressive stuff, really. And the Lakers, I mean, they just look they look on defense like they just don't even want to play defense. They, they just There's so many times guys just cut in and score. There was a dunk that Nurkic got, and Lamar Hurd on the call said, great quality uh, play draw by Chauncey Billups. And it was. LeBron on the play, arms down like this, the ball just goes right past him into Nurkic. So... Guys just aren't competing defensively. Frank Vogel's probably going to pay the price at some point, but if guys aren't defending, there's nothing a coach can do. Anything to add to this Blazers-Lakers game, which did have the feel at the end of a bad pickup game. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Not a lot of defense being played. Some bonehead mistakes from both teams, but the Blazers pulled out. I think this is the worst loss of the season for any team, to be quite honest. Even worse than the Thunder losing by 73 points. <laughs> Kelgen Blevins outscored three <laughs> Lakers starters. Anthony Davis, like you said, took 11 shots. And LeBron, after the game, he did do post-game. He said, I just want to have some wine and go to sleep. They didn't want to play this game. Yeah. They want trades to happen. They want Vogel gone. They're checked out. It's basically like, we got to figure out something between LeBron and AD. Good luck. I'm not sure the Lakers are going to finish over 500 this year. Oh, wow. Here's their next seven games. Golden State, Utah, the Lakers, the Pelic, or sorry, the Clippers, <laughs> the Pelic, you know, they're always playing they would, themselves at they night. They would lose to be quite, themselves, yeah. Oh, that's a, it's tough to, wow. Who would win a game between the Lakers and Lakers right what, now? Wow. Which team gets Westbrook? <laughs> the other team wins. Golden State, Utah, Clippers, Pelicans, Dallas, Clippers again, Golden State again. All of those are on national TV. Three and four at the best, I would think. Yikes. That drops you for another game below 500. Ten of their last 15 games are on the road. The Lakers yeah. might miss the playoffs completely. Not the play-in tournament. They might miss the playoffs. I LeBron's think that's certainly reasonable. I think they'd rather play on the road. Everybody hates them at home. <laughs> LeBron likes playing on the road. They get booed he, more at home at this They point. lost on the road last night, I noticed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, five steals in the fourth quarter for Dennis Smith Jr. Maybe they should trade for him. He plays defense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whether or not they drop out, they're, they're basically four games ahead of the Blazers right now. Now, what are the Blazers doing? We think they're not trying to win, so they probably drop down. The Kings probably are trying to win, and there are five and a half games ahead of them, the Lakers. So they would really have to fall apart completely here. But you, you, not, I mean, not, Tass, I think you were impossible. tweeting about Vogel's chances of surviving this. I mean, is he is he going to be let out to pasture here? Well, I, I think... Uh... 
the players in the locker room just want to change. So if there's a big trade, right, that'll that give, that'll give the, them a week or two. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think. I think if it changes the chemistry in that locker room, they, uh, yeah, they don't like playing with the roster currently. I, I, they, they're all asking for a change in the, the chemistry going on, the camaraderie. And if that doesn't happen, then I think Frank gets axed. I think they just need something, or they're going to give the players something. They're going to give Bron and AD something, and it could be Frank. Uh, well, we'll talk about the Lakers and potential moves they can make and what they're doing with Westbrook and, you know, reports that they don't want to attach that 2027 first round pick to make it happen and all this. Well, let's take a break, though, here. Any new news? Any new rumors? Any new trades? No, Patrick Beverly has got tweet of the year, though, going right now. It's, uh, <laughs> okay. it's okay. incredible. Save it. Save yeah. it. Save it. Mm. Uh, we'll take our first break. You know when what? we come back. I think, I think Michael Lee might have tweet of the year Ooh, Ooh he's got, got? Well, hold on he's got tweet of the night later so before we get to tweet of the year we'll do tweet of the night uh, we'll be right back and talk about all the latest trade deadline updates and rumors don't go anywhere spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for those warm summer days pool season's coming soon so I've been hitting the weights with Peloton and my guy Adrian Williams trying to get my muscle on in order to expand my cannonball splash radius. Peloton's varying class lengths were designed with your training plan in mind. It's easy to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add a 10 minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60 minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in. And their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Shout out to Adriana Aditi, Andy and Emma. I love you all so much. Whether you prefer to run outdoors Row or ride at home or strength train at the gym, Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. You said you had a good tweet for us, Lee, and you weren't <laughs> kidding. Patrick Beverly just decided to tweet here today on trade yes. deadline day, and he says, quote, what? I remember when somebody said, all I do is run around and I trick y'all. Ha <laughs> crying laughy emoji. Well, my boy is the real magician this year. <laughs> so, Lee, let the people know who Patrick Beverly is subtweeting here. He's referring to uh, Russell Westbrook there in Los Angeles. After They've had quite a history, those yeah. two, over yeah. the years. And uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, at one game after a game, said, you know, Patrick Beverly's tricking you all. All he does is run around out there. And, uh, well... Patrick's got his revenge today because uh, <laughs> really, I mean, he's, he, he's waited for this moment and he's delivered a pretty high quality tweet there. Patrick, ah, <laughs> oh, man, I feel so many conflicting emotions right. for him. I, I think he brings so much good stuff to his team and now he's doing it on social media, but I can imagine him now in the next game having some silly turnover that costs his team a game as well. So anyway, well done, Patrick. You got it. Okay. Well, let's start um, trying to make our way through some of these uh, deadline rumors and the little buzz that we're hearing. Let's let's get to the Ben Simmons Great. for James Harden <laughs> possibility. Let's now, go. like conflicting reports. This is honestly where we're at with this. Woj was saying this is not really happening. They're not really talking. Mm -hmm. And many other people, including Brian Windhorst, who works for the same organization as uh, Woj, mm -hmm. is saying, no, they're, you know, they're in the deal zone, I think you said. <laughs> Not the do zone, they're in the deal zone. And that is, you know, they're obviously talking and trying to figure out, uh, it seems like there'd be like a little hang up on who the other piece is going back to Brooklyn would be. You know, is it a Curry? Is it a, is it a Maxi for crying out loud? Is it a Thibault? Stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. And we also had the Philadelphia Inquirer's Keith Pompey. He's reporting that Harden does indeed want to be traded to Philadelphia. So that is confirming what Windhorse is saying. But... That doesn't mean the deal is imminent um, and that they are, you know, they're having these informal talks, but they're bickering, to use Keith Pompey's words, over these secondary pieces. And then we had this whole thing from Woj this morning, which was really weird, where he said, quote, this is Woj's tweet, although Brooklyn Nets guard James Harden wants a trade to the Philadelphia 76ers, he has resisted making that formal request out of fear of the public backlash that would come with asking out of a second franchise in consecutive seasons, end quote. Mm -hmm. So that's a weird one. What do you think? Well, I think all these things could be true, 
because Windhorse says they're in the deal zone. Woj says there hasn't been serious dialogue. So it's all your definition, right? I mean, are they if they're talking, but Woj says they're not a serious di- there haven't been serious dialogue. I mean, Woj's definition just might be we got to cross the T's and dot the I's. We're there. Uh, but, you know, what Windhorse is saying, what Pompey are both saying is that they're talking. So I suppose they're talking. Uh, and and so they're I, I mean, that's more than that's actually actually a more substantive than anything. I don't know. I've believed over the last few weeks. Like if the, everyone is saying they're talking, it sure seems like right. they are actually talking. Now, the the part about Harden going to the front office and informally, formally, whatever, asking for a trade, very funny. That's where my tweet of the year came in. Mm. Michael Lee, great writer, tweeted, he got a text from a former NBA player this morning that said, quote, Harden going to have a hard time getting a former teammate to introduce him at his Hall of Fame induction. That's a good tweet. Jesus. That's why you just got to go. Fire in their best material here yeah. on deadline day. I guess he got a lot of engagement, a lot of eyeballs on social yeah, media today. I, yeah, so I guess he's got to go with the former coach. I think D'Antoni would do it for him. You know, uh, who's, who's going who's gonna to induct him into the Hall of Fame? Dwight Howard. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. With this potential deal, Harden-Simmons, if the hang-up, if we're to believe that it is the secondary pieces, they're bickering over what should go back, what should Maury and the Sixers be willing to offer to get James Harden? You know, giving up Ben Simmons and blank for Harden. Or nobody, in your opinion. Like, where? what would you be offering? And that's where you would draw the line yeah. if you're Maury and the Sixers. One of those guys, uh, of the Seth Curry or Matisse Thibel, I think. Okay, one of those. So Maxi is off the well, table in I, your mind? I would keep Maxi, yes. Okay. Uh, I think Seth Curry is obviously very good. He's good floor spacer. His shooting's having a great season by his, uh, you know, his best season. But James Harden should be able to compensate for that. If you get James Harden, the, the best version of James Harden, then yes, you make that deal. You don't let uh, a Seth Curry hold that one up mm. because you can get him. And, you know, James Harden, even though he didn't formally say it, his body language, his <laughs> attitude over these last few weeks. Now, he obviously hasn't been playing the last few games, but prior to that, you could see the declining in his effort on the court. Right. But if you can get him re-engaged and refocused, you make that deal if you're Philadelphia. It improves the team okay. immediately. And and you just, you again, send that message to Joel Embiid like, we're going for it. You know, the guy who we're prepared to trade, the main player, is not playing. Who knows if he's going to come back and play if he's not traded? Probably not, but... You make that deal to get the better player right now and you shoot your shot and you go for it. Okay, so if Sean Marks is telling Daryl, all right, we want obviously Ben Simmons, we want Curry, and we want Thibault, and we want to pick. You, it sounds like, are saying, no, 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 come on, Sean. Too much. Yeah, I I would probably give up the pick, but I wouldn't give up Thibault as well. Right, right. And then, in theory, Maury's saying to Sean, well, no. Well, we're not. We're not going to give you all that because we think he could, he's going to come to us anyway, possibly in the summer. So why would we do that? We're yeah. not going to give you the whole bag here. So, uh, what do you think, Trey? Is this happening today? Just tell yes. me. Yeah, there I we do. Go. I think it's happening. I think there's too much smoke. Uh, and honestly, if uh, Daryl Morey and Sean Marks aren't talking, then I don't think they're doing their jobs because <laughs> you are your GMs and these are the two biggest uh, trade targets out there. I think they're probably talking, and I think that this is going to happen because it feels like once somebody gets it in their mind that they want to play for another team, they end up making their way to that team. In order of players, I would want to keep if I'm the Sixers. Yeah. Curry first, Maxi second, Thibel third. I think Harden and Embiid will both want as many shooters as possible with them alongside in the court, and we see in the playoffs all the time, you need more than just one ball handler. So I think having either Maxi or Curry to kind of like handle the secondary load, I guess the tertiary load behind uh, the two big stars is what I would prefer. Well, let's get to the Lakers here and, and the rumors swirling around this team. Uh, Windhorse said the Lakers have been so far unwilling to include their 2027 first round pick in any sort of possible Russell Westbrook trade. All right. Bill around has said the Lakers have declined to engage with Dennis Schroeder, though there are conflicting reports to that, that the Lakers maybe, maybe are looking at a, at a guard like him. We're talking to Dennis Schroeder? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so let's break down L.A. here and what, they're, what they can do today, Tass, and what they should do. I mean, is, any gonna, is anybody going to be willing to take Westbrook as long as that 2027 pick is there? Should the Lakers be doing that, I guess is what I'm getting at here? Is that what entices... A team to take Westbrook, a 2027 first round pick. It has to be a draft pick. Yeah. Has to be. So that's the only one. Yeah. Well, if that's what it is, then the Lakers should do it if they have a possibility of getting back a player that could help their team. You know, I don't know where that where that situation is. It's got to be a lot of money. Yeah, it's got to be a lot of money going back. So who is it? Who is a possibility? 
Is there anybody out there? Yeah, LeBron's going to be 42 in 2027. They don't need to worry about that. They need to worry about what they're doing for this season. But again, it's it's all this like, well, they can attach the draft pick. Okay, you still got to get that return for right, Westbrook right. or you're just trying to dump him to someone like the Thunder who have the cap space just to get him away from the team. If that's what they're trying to do, then they can do that. But they need help. And uh, I don't see what they've got tangibly that they can trade to get an immediate improvement on their team. Okay, Monk, sure. Maybe he attracts something. Taylor Horton Tucker, they should have done this last season. Didn't yep. do it. But again, there's just not that one player there that's like, okay, this deal's out there for them if they want it and they can improve. They've got, they've gone, they've put their chips into the table for LeBron and Anthony Davis, and right now they're just not getting the return on that. So I'm not really sure where that deal is. I mean, here's the thing. The Lakers shouldn't trade the 2027 pick. They should hang on to it because, like you're saying, LeBron is 42. He is not going to be a Laker in 2027. I would, I mean, mark it down now. Five years from now, LeBron James will not be a Laker. (laughs) He'll still be in the NBA, but he won't be a Laker. Um, But the juice on that pick is going to be crazy. The Lakers will do everything in their power to win as many championships as they can while LeBron is there, and then they're going to fall off just like they did when Kobe retired, right? And then you run into picks like Otis Thorpe, which eventually turns into the number two pick, or attaching a pick for Baron Davis, which eventually becomes the number one pick. Even with the Cavs and LeBron in 2018, they said, we are not trading that pick. That eventually became number eight. It eventually became Colin Sexton, which was the first piece of the Cavs rebuild. So the Lakers shouldn't trade it, but if they're going to be able to move off Westbrook, they kind of have to trade it. Call the Knicks, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, they'll do Julius Randle for... Right, Julius Randall and Evan Fournier for Russell Westbrook. They'll do it. Oh wow! Okay, well, yeah. yeah I mean, you brought that one. That one up yesterday. Uh, we'll see. That one just. I feel like that trade would break the internet. The yeah, Lakers and Knicks. Oh my God! With Randall going one way and Westbrook going. Well, back. the Knicks' be best guard well. for the past two seasons has been Derrick Rose. Yeah. yeah. Is Westbrook better than Derrick Rose at this point? If he's given the full reins the way right. Derrick Rose is when he's been their sixth man, maybe, maybe if he's right. the number one guy, he can lead you to forty-one wins, but. At least you would get off of his contract after next season, whereas Fournier lasts, I think, through next season. And then uh, Julius f- Randle is like, an, oh, yeah, so three seasons yeah. of Fournier after this year and then another four of uh, of Julius Randle. I mean, it's it's a tough stuff. It's honestly tough stuff. And, like, you can't stop thinking. I personally can't about Ramon Sessions in 2012 when we're like, this guy's going to change it. You know, the Lakers are really struggling right now. All they need is a point guard to organize things. It's fucking Ramon Sessions. <laughs> <laughs> he, he won a couple people a fantasy uh, title. 24 oh, yeah, assist game is rookie yeah, year. That's yeah. right, man. That's right. It was a late pickup. He uh, took people over the top there. Uh, all right, let's keep it going here uh, while we wait on uh, to see what the Lakers do. Professor Zach Lowe said, and I brought this up for you, Tass, because you were wondering if he could possibly be moved. He said the Pacers do not plan on trading Buddy Heald, who obviously just made his way uh, to that team in the deal this week. Um, And you thought maybe that is a player that you could uh, flip and get something in return for. But Lowe says no, they're going to be keeping him. Are you surprised? I'm surprised, yeah, Yeah, if that actually is the case. Uh, It doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Now he's got a couple years left, so you can trade him next year, too. Yeah. Uh, So... Long term, doesn't seem like he fits. It seems like he's got, yeah, that one attribute, that guy who can fire away. So why wouldn't they trade him to a contender? It might not be today, but some they're going to have to move off. Maybe him. around the draft. Yeah, they're going to have to move off, buddy. It doesn't seem like he fits with their timeline at this point. He's getting older. And speaking of gunners, Keith Smith uh, says, it sounds like the Terrence Ross situation is playing out very similar to the Evan Fournier uh, <laughs> you know, situation at last season's deadline from his sources, Keith uh, Smith here. Orlando wants a first-round pick for Terrence Ross. Rival teams are hoping as the day goes on here, as we tick, 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 tick closer to 3 p.m. Eastern, that the price comes down to two second-round picks. Mm. Uh, This was a guy that a lot of people have on their list of being moved here eventually today, Terrence Ross. That's a guy that you could see, like we said, winning you a quarter, winning you a half, uh, of a playoff series you know you can add him to a lot of teams you know what you're getting with him he's got some reps in the playoffs and it maybe wouldn't take a lot they want a first round pick wise of the magic to hold off for that but maybe as the day goes on you can get it down to two second rounders so terrence ross you think uh we will see him moved here today at the deadline i think he's gonna get traded every deadline <laughs> it feels like <laughs> yeah, it. this it's... is the one i mean two second round <laughs> picks that's nothing do it somebody call somebody call and get terrence ross what yeah. team what team would you like to see ross uh find his way to here today 
of the contenders. I yeah, guess. well, uh, who needs more three-point shooting? Even though his three-point shooting is down a little bit, I, I, I think the Grizzlies actually. Uh, you know, Trey mentioned the Duncan Robinson one. That one probably a little bit out of the range mm-hmm. of the Grizzlies, but this one may be gettable, especially for a couple of seconds. There, Ross has got a very nice contract for next season. I think it's around eleven million dollars, which is great. He's a veteran. He comes off the bench and he shoots the three-pointer. So. Uh, that could be something there. That would be a, a nice little pickup, a nice little addition there, I think, if the Grizzlies could do that. Are there any other deadline predictions you want to make here when it comes to a player being moved or a team doing something or just some other squad you want to talk about? Because that's all I have in terms of notes in front of me right now. It's sort of quiet, mm. you know, outside of these funny tweets uh, that everybody yeah. Everybody's waiting to see what happens with Simmons and Harden, Probably. but they're not talking, so, I mean, no trades no <laughs> trade today. Since those two aren't talking, there's no way they're talking. Yeah. The Mavericks have to do something, though, I think. Okay. Because uh, I, I, I've sort of said before, I think they're a, a good team, but they're in the playoffs, things are different, and I just don't think they're quite well-equipped to go for a long playoff run. You know, so I think they need to show Luca we're going to try to do something, whether that's a veteran like an Eric, uh, Eric Gordon there to come in and help. Even again, if you just grab Dragas just to sort of see right. if you can improve some uh, backcourt handling responsibilities there, and they need to somehow get a big, I think, as well. So, Okay, so you have the Mavericks. You think they'll be active today? I, I think they have to be. I think so. Uh, two playoff appearances in the last two years against the Clippers both times. You know, They obviously led last year, and they just ran out of gas because Luca was doing everything for that team he was incredible no one else was really contributing they need something else what do you think the rap sorry go ahead no let me throw out this uh proposed three-team deal from michael scotto of hoops hype it involves the lakers we'll start that lakers swear jar uh soon but we still got to talk lakers until the trade deadline involves the knicks and the raptors the lakers would get cam reddish and alec burks some logic there. Alec Burks, a ball handler, try and think. Cam Reddish, I'm sure everyone's high on. The Knicks would get Goran Dragic and draft picks. And the Raptors would get Talon Horton Tucker and Nerlens Noel. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. That's a Ramon Sessions right there. <laughs> yeah. Lake from the Alec Lakers Burks side. and Cam Reddish? Yeah, wouldn't really that, help. That's a Sessions. What, that, we kept thinking that the Knicks, this Cam Reddish was a something you know precursor to something else and apparently it's not at all <laughs> apparently they just said oh we're just trading Kevin Knox for Cam Reddish we'll give you a pick and then who cares after that <laughs> and then neither of them are playing yeah <laughs> it would be weird and the Raptors getting Taylor Horton Tucker that they were rumored to be getting for Kyle Lowry at last year yeah. right <laughs> right yeah. uh, uh, I mean from the Raptors side of things I like the idea of Nerlens Noel on the team I am not high on Taylor Horton Tucker at all I don't think he's that good. He obviously That'd was be super ironic, overhyped. What? <laughs> Last year, the Raptors desperately wanted him. And now it's like, mm, keep him. We don't really want him. No. Desperately well, wanted him. Desperately may be an extreme, but it was more like Kyle's gone anyway, so give us something. Right, right. Uh, yeah, that's a, an interesting trade. And you said the Knicks getting a pick in that. Dragic, obviously, they're getting a little mm, point guard. Yeah, help. just giving up so, on Reddish so, and Burks and long-term money, which would make sense for the, the Knicks instead of signing up all this long-term money. Go in the other direction because they signed Burks for three years. They signed Nerlens Noel for three years. Right. There's they've made some mistakes, obviously. Mm. All right. Well, let's hear from everybody out there right now in the stream team. Call your shot. What's your NBA trade deadline prediction? Who is getting moved and for what? Let us know. Uh, maybe we get some good ones. We can round them up and sort of touch on them. We're gonna take one more break with this show. Again, we're gonna hopefully be here all day in the Classic Factory, reacting to the deals, reacting to the juicy news. So you make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. But when we come back, Trey's got tweet of the night, even though you guys already did tweet mm. of the year. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. Tough. Both of those tweets were better than, oh. than the ones we got. <laughs> I think yours is gonna be a lot of fun though, and we got pick'em results. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. I gotta get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute, but man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist 
and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of No Dunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. NBA trade deadline day. No Dunks here in the Classic Factory. Uh, shout out to all the new No Dunks fans swinging by here, checking out the stream team. Uh, take a second, like the video, and subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Believe it or not, we do this every day, mm. uh, which is sort of wild when you think about it. Um, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm. Tweet of the Night. Wow. Tweet of Talked about every All Star Weekend event, I think, at this point. Yeah, yeah, we got to mm. go out to the Skills Challenge. We did like ten minutes on the Skills Challenge. You're yep. not lying, Skeets. We do this every day. We'll yep. talk about the Skills <laughs> Challenge for ten minutes. Yep. So here's ten minutes for you on the Celebrity Game roster. Oh, no. Let's no. take a look here at this roster. <gasps> Crinty O'Rourke, Blip Gormer, Flex Finesse, Machine Gun Kelly, Bubsy, General Caden, Huff Friegerson, Quavo, Big Ian, Crad Freedom, Anderson Verajal, Alex the Savage, Marzo, Kane Brown, Young Grimp, Stacy Pomper, Tiffany Haddish, Jack Harlow, Gorbon Prance, Trippy Swartzkopf, and Hazard Smith. Wow, some big names. Yeah, you big Young Grimp family. Uh, honestly, this is like. You're going up to someone and say, I'm going to list off a bunch of names and you've got to pick the one player that's actually a legit player and the rest are just fake names. You yeah. know, because, yeah. I mean, you're going through Huff yep. Friggerson. Yep, Huff Friggerson. Friggerson? What does he do? Uh, yeah, those are actually all made-up names. <laughs> <laughs> that comes to us from Cookies you, Hoops. You are, you are on one today, Ellis. Oh, <laughs> wow. You I thought, no, I didn't why, know that at all. Why is in Harry's Hoot Camp? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I checked. I got an email, too. From Barry's yeah. or Harry's. Yeah, yeah okay. I got mine. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but you got him. Well, the There's Cookies Hoops got him because there are some legit yeah, names. There are some. Oh. Anderson Verja was playing yeah. basketball. And Jack Harlow. Like, there's, yeah. It's well played. It's Tiffany a great had tweet. It. It's a great tweet, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad it worked out. Here's the real celebrity uh, game rosters. <laughs> this, okay, it's worse. Honestly. Or are they? Yeah. Or uh, are they? I'm not yeah. saying all these no, names. No, no. Lee. Who do you, you know? know? Yeah. Who do you know, Lee? Who do I know? Well, these I are know, the real names. I know Nigel Houston, yeah. uh, skateboarder, yeah. because uh, I did a feature with him in Toronto at the score, like over 10 years ago. Um, you interviewed up. him. Well, yeah, me and Paul Brothers did it. And um, <laughs> it was not not the Paul the Brothers, brothers. <laughs> our Paul Brothers. <laughs> That's a great, I love that one, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I know Quavo, because I think he's a, a local, uh, isn't he? From, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, from Atlanta, yeah. I've seen him. He lives uh, up the street oh, from your house. Yeah. Well, he's Local to I've seen him down at the uh, Hawks games. Um, no sign of Moneybag Yo. and seen him in a minute. Where's he been? He's uh, Moneybag Yo. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a good rapper. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I don't even know who you're guy. talking about. Yeah, now yeah, I feel yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know Moneybag Yo? No. He's a local. Come on. I, don't I thought you went down to the fortress. I him do. and Ari often used to go yeah. down. I haven't seen him for a while. Uh, who else we got there? Matt James. That's like. <laughs> He's <laughs> a bachelor. Oh, okay. No, what? Uh, that's no. not me. Uh, Machine know. Gun Kelly, I know that name. I think he's dating um, <laughs> he's either Ka a Kardashian or Megan Fox. Megan, One of those. Megan, Fox. <laughs> Megan Fox, right. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, I think he just gave her... Uh, did he not give her a uh, ring with, like, thorns on it that she yeah, can't take can't off? Yeah, can't take off. <laughs> because he was thorns dressed like a referee. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like a footlocker employee. Yeah, yeah wow. you can't take it off because there's thorns in it. Yeah. That's and, romantic. And, and that's because that's love hurts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, who else we got there? Uh, Do you know she, Tiffany Haddish? Yeah. I've heard of her, yes. Yeah. yes she I've was heard. just filming in Atlanta. A local was she? of some <laughs> sort. Okay, okay. Booby Gibson. Shout out to Booby. Okay, can we talk about this? Sure. <laughs> I've been spelling booby in booby Gibson wrong my entire life. No, no, no. you haven't. You've been spelling no, it right. I they made a mistake. Why here are they the spelling it with they the made a mistake. I don't know. But that yeah. looks like Bobby Gibson now. The pitcher, the old yeah. pitcher. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's a bunch of. Uh, who dat? There's, yeah. a, there's a Peloton instructor in there, JD. I don't oh, know yeah. You, Alex Toussaint. Alex, yeah. Toussaint. He's great, man. Yeah. I love he him. should be good out there. <laughs> Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish, can she play basketball? I, I don't guess. know. Maybe. Like, if you agree to this, you have to be able to. Yeah. A little bit. 
Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. You gotta be like, you can't dribble it a little. You can't be, yeah. If somebody passes it, you can't just like forget how your hands work and <laughs> bobble it off your face. But, I like that the mayor is playing. Yeah, <laughs> respect. respect That's to a the real mayor, <laughs> mayor baller bid over here. Yeah. Um, okay. There we go. Uh, well, I see. I mean, there's four names missing. That's yes. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've retired from uh, Have consideration. You? Yeah. Yeah. I've just. I'll break up with you first before you break uh, up with me. So that, yeah, you can't pick me anymore. I'm not available. But okay. uh, yeah. Do we know if they still have the um, super bonus ruffles spot or line? I guess, Great it, was question. A, I guess yeah. it was a deep line or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. That, well, I think it was the four point uh, yeah. ruffles thing. Yeah. I, I imagine that's still on it. Yeah. But <laughs> well, that's actually pretty bad idea for a celebrity game you don't want them all coming down pulling up from four feet behind the three-point line but uh man yeah. all right 10 minutes on the celebrity game yeah yeah that was good oh uh, that was great he had no idea those were fake names that was awesome that's great <laughs> yeah okay pick them results uh last night's game was the warriors jazz game uh utah favored by two and a half it was pretty close for three quarters and then utah Blew the doors off the Warriors. Snapped that nine-game winning streak. This brought to you by BetMGM, of course. So that's a win for me. That's a win for Lee. We're five and two. That's an L for Trey. Falls to four and three here in February. And Tass, the perfect game is still alive. Amazing. You're zero and seven. Hard it's, to do. It, it's amazing. I think uh, Schumann was pointing out, like, if you somehow do the impossible and go the entire month of February without picking a game correctly. That in a weird way, it's like shooting the moon in hearts that yeah. we all should lose. Mm. Fair? Uh, the reverse. I like you know it. what I mean? I'm, I'm fine <laughs> with it. I love sure. it. I'm fine with it. Okay, you, you can do it. Gotta pick losers. Gotta pick yeah, losers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're actually helped out a little bit in February because, you know, we lose some. We lose about a week of games because of the deadline. So that's, oh, that's awesome. help your chances. I've never shot the moon in hearts. I used to play it <laughs> on my never, comp. Yeah. It's hard to do. It's hard, it's hard man. Yeah. Especially once they catch on to you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, oh, this guy's taking a lot of tricks. And then yeah. you botch it with one. Got 12 hearts uh, in your hand. The worst. I used to play. We used to play hearts all the time with uh, Ken and, and my own nerd dog, Jamie Lingard. Those guys used to shoot for the moon all the time. Very aggressive strategy. You got to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. yeah, like going going on your own in Euchre. You got to. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Okay, so tonight's game, though. You, let's see uh, if you I can think continue. I, picked, to... I think I picked a winner here. Uh, <laughs> Milwaukee visiting the Phoenix Suns. What a matchup. Wow. Oh, no. I don't want to be on the same side of you. Yeah, so uh, the Suns are favored by three and a half at home to the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, don't, mind, don't mind don't the mind line the... On, the, on the top there if you're, if you're oh, looking. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, three, my bad. Three, Too much popcorn for Trey Lash. Three, <laughs> three of us think there's going to be some revenge for the Phoenix Suns against the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, obviously, NBA Finals participants last year. Trey, the only one taking the Bucks. Okay. And they're actually, I went to bet MGM. There were zero lines for any of the games because it's trade deadline, oh. I guess. They're, they're waiting to see who's playing. Guys will be held out, but on the deep, dark internet, there's some lines <laughs> out there. So three and a half for the Suns. That okay. seems reasonable. Home team. So, yeah, Suns. We'll see if Tass gets his uh, first victory here tonight. Probably. We, I almost don't want him to. I almost want to take this loss. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, well, um, you know, Tass always says, you know, team coming home from a long road trip is actually going to lose. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you would lose that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Bucks. yeah. Um, did, uh, by the way, did you see the uh, the No Dunks Discord horde? They got, like, their own, like, pick em battle going on. Wow. There's, like, 100 people. <laughs> Excuse Are you me. Okay? No, sorry. I've got the coughs again. I don't know why this is happening. Anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, there's, there's like no 100 people. Button. I need it. It's... <laughs> you need a slurp over there? It's like, it's, it's like one of those... my entire oh, no, right. <laughs> It's like one of those coughs, though, that's not... It's just not coming out. Right. It's, like, it's like trickling. I know. You know, it's like these rumors. Like, <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm hoping the camera stays on you there for a sec. Because you want to <laughs> let it rip. Just go. Let, let it go. rip. Just... <clears throat> think you're done? You think Hope that's so. it? Yeah, it felt good. felt good. Got it out. Come here, I'll burp you. No, thanks. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, what was I saying? There's a bunch of people in the uh, No Dunks Discord making their picks, too. Making Pretty them cool. picks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's call it there. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Uh, as I said, multiple times throughout this show, this is hopefully not it for No Dunks today. No, no, no. We're going to be back reacting live to any of the trades that happen as we lead... <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have to ship this guy out here, man. <laughs> we didn't splurge yeah, for the. Him. We didn't splurge we for top the five we'll, protected we'll pick. Trade him for a third round pick. At this point. <laughs> uh, so we'll be back today to react, <laughs> <laughs> to react to any of the deals and any of the juicy news coming our way. So make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Hit that little bell, that little notification button, so you know when we're going live. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok at No Dunks. Get yourself an athletic subscription so you can follow their trade deadline live blog. Go to the athletic.com slash no dunk so they know that we sent you to get that. Get your no dunks merch over at nodunks.com and finally send in any questions to no dunks at theathletic.com. We will be here. We Thanks, will man. be here. All right. All day. There we go. Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, JD, uh, I'm going to piss you off here for a sec, number one, because I know you got a lot of stuff to do over there, but I'm going to ask you anyways. We had Derek yesterday complaining about the foam at the back of the studio. I know there were some talks about getting cough buttons for our microphones here. I know there were some tech issues. Do you regret not getting those cough buttons after hearing the cough session we just had? Uh, mildly, but it doesn't even matter because... You, he hits his cough button, and yeah. then it, there's three other mics that are going to pick it up. You'd have to have, like, anyway. simultaneous have, cough buttons. We all have to hit our cough exactly. buttons. Hit it, hit it, hit it. Yeah. All right. What, about, what was happening when Lee was laughing loudly? His mic was going, like, crazy when or something. The, when was that? What happened? Well, like, I don't know. I was hearing, like, a crazy, like, explosion. like a, Oh, the mic exploded when you laughed at Harry's hoot can. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it was me. I think it was you. Earlier. I was uh, peaking. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I need a laugh button. Uh. <laughs> all right. Guys, we'll see you later here in the Classic Factory. Brace the day.